Welcome back. How are you doing? Of course, you're listening to Life Virtually, the podcast for online service providers. And as always, (laughs) I'm Ellie, your host and online business coach. And let me tell you this, it has been a whirlwind week. We are back today to talk about something else practical that you can do now to set yourself up for even more success in 2024. But yeah, it's been crazy around here. I mean, between this episode and last week's episode with Sandra, I have gotten on a plane, (laughs) travelled to Portugal. I visited the beautiful Lisbon and attended Web Summit, one of Europe's biggest conferences. And a slight confession, I actually thought about not going. Like, can you imagine that? Like, crazy, craziness. (laughs) So yeah, I attended Web Summit last Thursday and oh my God, the inspiration from it. Um, The wheels have been turning in my head ever since. I knew that Web Summit was like a big deal. I knew that it was like a big event, but I don't think I realized just how massive, like massive it is. I don't think you ever would until you're there. This place is huge. I think I heard somebody say afterwards that the like actual campus is 52 acres. Like how crazy is that? Of course, Lisbon is a gorgeous city. So it was so lovely to be back there for a quick trip. And yeah, the weather was good. (laughs) It's funny, isn't it? When you go somewhere like that. It was about 22 degrees, which to us in Ireland, the UK, this part of the world right now, to us, that's tropical. (laughs) But over there, people were wearing like black tights and jackets and things. But it was a nice, nice break for us. We thought that it was warm. And the event itself, Web Summit, is just so cool. Seriously, such, such inspiration from it. Um, Breakthroughs, in things I'd been working on, clarity. Yeah, it was it was fabulous. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because we touched on this in last week's episode with Sandra, where we were talking about how new environments, like getting out of the home office and doing business somewhere else can spark creativity, but also using your brain in a different way can spark creativity too. And I really feel like that's what happened to me or what happened for me from this event. I got out of the home office. I even got out of the country, (laughs) Um, which was a new environment, which was good for the business brain. But also I was using Um, yeah, my brain in a different way. I was surrounding myself with different people and ideas and things, which again, sparks creativity. The talks that I attended were fantastic. Some of them backed up um, the things that I teach in the mini mind, the strategies that I talk through, all of that. It was so, it was so cool to hear some of the best in business like talking about things that I teach, you know, I was like, yes, yes, this is what we do on the mini mind. But also I got to hear um, about some of those things from a different perspective, which was really cool too. There were a few talks and things that stood out to me the most, like this place is massive and I only got to make it for the last day. This is a three-day conference and truly I have FOMO. (laughs) I have FOMO about the two days that I missed and what talks were on then, but I got a, got to go on the Thursday and um, 
I attended talks about social media. There was one about the future of social media. I went to an inspirational talk in the Women in Tech Lounge, which was, it was cool. Some really important reminders in there about just being a woman in business in general. At the main stage, I caught a fantastic talk on pitching. So like your elevator pitch or pitching your idea or your concept or your business. That was really cool because we heard from investors who hear pitches all the time. Like that's their job is hearing all of these pitches from different businesses, different ideas and deciding whether they're going to invest or not. I loved that one. Um, I got lots of ideas from it, I guess, and reminders as well. But the biggest one, the chat or the talk that I went to, saying chat, that I went to that was the most packed out was the one about ChatGPT. It was packed. Like I arrived up, I'd say oh, it was probably a couple of minutes after it started. Not a seat to be gotten. There were people standing up for rows and rows beyond, like behind the seating. Everybody wants to talk AI. So yeah, it was just fantastic. The creativity has been sparked. Um, Yeah, hearing about things that I teach from new perspective, which is really exciting. And another idea that I'd been working on over the past like month and a half for 2024 um, has become really clear to me. And I really put that down to getting out and doing something new. And it's crazy to think that I almost didn't go. So last Tuesday, was it was kind of a stressful day here in this office, if I'm being completely honest with you. <laughs> there were stupid back-end things happening in my business that were just stressful. You know, the stupid back-end admin-y, bleh, that crap. You know, that, that stuff we all have to deal with was stressing me out. There was things happening with that in both of my businesses. And just everything that day felt really urgent. Like everything that somebody needed from me felt really urgent. I had this huge to-do list. Um, I was glued to the laptop since really early that morning. And at one point I was like, oh my God, like, why am I, why am I leaving this? Like, why am I leaving to, you know, can I even? And so I said that to my husband. I was like, should we even go? I mean, it's just so crazy around here. And he was like, Ellie, we're going. (laughs) Like this has been booked for months. I don't know if I actually would have not gone, Uh, probably not, but it just reminded me, especially now how I feel since I'm back and thinking about how I felt on that day, it just reminded me of how we can bow out of things or say no to things because we're getting so busy in our businesses, getting so caught up in the stress, in the day-to-day, in what's happening, that we can turn down opportunities or we can say no to things that we really want to say yes to because we think, oh no, I have to stay here. I have to stay here glued to my laptop in my office. When in fact, the best thing for you to do probably is to walk away. (laughs) Like on Tuesday, I was considering bringing my work phone with me to Lisbon not the laptop. I knew I was leaving that behind, but I considered bringing the work phone because everything felt so urgent and crazy on Tuesday. And I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so glad that I walked away, went to this fantastic event and just walked, just walked away um, from the stress and the usual environment. You know how, um, well, I'm I'm assuming this happens to other people, (laughs) but you know how you might go on holiday um, and you'll be gone for what, like a week um, and you'll be in a new environment, staying in like an apartment or a hotel or a house or something in a new environment. And then you come home and you think, oh, my house is really nice, actually. (laughs) Um, God, we have a lovely place here. I really appreciate it so much more now since I left. 
that can't just be me, right? It can't just be me. That must happen to other people too. Well, not only did that happen, I got back to my house and I was like, oh my God, this is so lovely. We have a really nice house. I felt the same about my business. Not only did I get to take like a personal little holiday and time off, it was also like a holiday for my business because I was in a new environment, thinking about business things, surrounding myself with new ideas, people in business. Yeah, it was really, really cool. I am hoping to attend the full three days next year. Honestly, it's an amazing event. It's huge. It was fantastic. And I do have FOMO over the days that I missed. <laughs> but yeah, we talked about that on the episode last week with Sandra. New environments, new ideas, new str- like using your brain in a new way. And I think it's so important, you know, not for us to get wrapped up in the day to day in stress and feel like I can't leave my laptop because sometimes that's exactly what you need. So yeah, be open to new in 2024. Be open to um, visiting new environments with your business. Be open to meeting new people within your business. Um, Be open to, yeah, using your brain in a different way for business because it seriously makes all the difference. Also, something that I missed actually while I was away um, last week is that the podcast got into the top 10 in the podcast charts after Sandra's episode last week. I'm so raging that I missed it. I was away, so I wasn't keeping an eye on it. Um, Yeah, I wish I got that screenshot. But yeah, I knew that you guys would love Sandra. She is absolutely amazing and she is so inspiring. And yeah, I'm so grateful to her for joining us and for sharing her 2023 success story and how she made that stuff happen. And thank you to you for tuning in as well. And yeah, helping us get into the top 10. Okay, are we ready to get down to business? <laughs> Those are all of our updates this week anyway. Um, today, we're going to be talking about sharing social proof. Look, we all know that there are a lot, a lot, a lot of online service providers out there now. Seriously, it's so different from when I first started out. Um, the industry has boomed over the last few years. And whilst there are a lot of online service providers out there, the market is definitely not saturated, okay? But it is more important than ever to stand out. And of course, there are lots of different ways that you can do that. But there is one that is extremely powerful and that will build your authority in tandem. And that is sharing what other people say about you. Okay, so did you know that 79% of people trust online reviews just as much as they trust personal recommendations? That is not a small number. 79%? Think about it, like the reviews that you see on TripAdvisor or Amazon or Airbnb, even Sheen or Sheen or however (laughs) however you pronounce that, all of those reviews are really valuable. They can be the deciding factor as to whether you purchase something or or not. They are what sets one thing apart from another. And the thing is, they're usually pretty accurate. I mean, I would never book an apartment on Airbnb without having a look at the reviews and seeing what people said about it. And on Sheen, oh my God, those like you need those those reviews. <laughs> like you can't buy something on there without reading the reviews. Like they are so important and they are so accurate. And the same thing goes for your business. As we said, there are a lot of online service providers out there right now. 
The market is not saturated, but people have a lot of choice. And they may be looking for one thing, like it could even be one really small thing that is going to help them to make their decision on who they're going to go with. And that is where social proof comes in. Sharing proof from people who have worked with you, who have seen the benefits of your services, who know how amazing you are, sharing what they are saying about you will set you apart. And not only set you apart, it will back up what you are saying. Something that I teach in the mini mind when we are covering authority building is that part of or one of the core parts of authority building content is that you're always backing up what you're saying. You're always backing up what you're you are saying with some form of proof. We're not just out here <laughs> making wild statements about how epic our services are and how I can do this and I can do that and I'm so great and I can do, you know, we're not just out here making wild statements about ourselves and our businesses. We are backing what we're saying up with proof and social proof is one of the ways that you can do that. Now, the reason we're talking about this now is because we know how powerful it is to share social proof, okay? And there are a couple of different ways one of which are traditional testimonials that you might ask your clients for. And another is the alternatives, the social proof that are in your everyday interactions. And we want to start collecting those now. We want to start getting those things in now, creating our little bank (laughs) of social proof so that going into 2024, you can update the social proof that's on your website. You can update the social proof that's on your portfolio. You can bank the different kinds of social proof when it comes to your different services or different offers or what it is you provide. So that going into 2024, you can share this really, really powerful proof that's going to set you apart from other online service providers out there. Okay, so let's talk about testimonials first. The thing about getting a testimonial from your client is that if you like, if you if you want one, (laughs) you have to ask for it. If you want a client to write a few sentences about how they couldn't run their business as well or their social media as well or have created such an epic website or whatever it is, how they couldn't have done that as well without you. If you want them to send you a couple of lines explaining how working together has transformed the day-to-day of running your bu- of running their business, you're going to have to ask for it. And honestly, that's just a simple email. When it comes to project work, um After you have completed a one-time project for a client, straight after you finish it is the perfect time to ask. So if project work is something that you're doing quite often, I would make sure to include a testimonial request in in your procedure, essentially, for us after you wrap up a project. That when you are sending them maybe your final project wrap up email, that you include a few lines that say, I would, you know, love it, or I would greatly appreciate if you could reply to this email with a couple of lines explaining how working together has transformed this or that or how you found my services. Asking for that at the end of every project is going to make sure that you are going to get up to date social proof all the time, right? <laughs> so make sure to include that. When it comes to long-term clients, you know them best. So I would choose a particular time of day or maybe a particular day of the week where you feel that they are going to be most likely to see your testimonial request and actually 
pay attention to it, like give it their attention. And now is a great time of year to ask your long-term clients because not only are you setting yourself up for the new year for being able to share even more social proof. As we've mentioned, you can do these things any time of year. But right now is brilliant because you're saying to your clients, hey, you know, I'm wrapping up for 2023. I'm getting my ducks in a row. And as I continue to grow my business, much of my reputation relies on social proof. And I would greatly appreciate if you would help me out with that. Asking for testimonials is easy. (laughs) It's just a quick email, but it's something that we need to make sure that we're doing so that we have that social proof. But not only that, so that we are keeping it up to date and fresh as well. Now, traditional testimonials do tend to be a few lines, a little paragraph of what somebody has said about you or working with you and your services. But video testimonials are pretty um, effective, aren't they? (laughs) Now, the truth is, I have learned over the years that there's there's only a few people out there who are really, truly comfortable giving a video testimonial. And that's okay. But if you don't ask, you don't get, right? (laughs) If you don't ask, you don't get. And so I do find it helpful that when you are asking for a testimonial, that you include the video option. So for example, if you could please reply to this email with a couple of lines or a video explaining how working together has, right? You know, if you don't ask, you don't get, include that in there. So those are testimonials the more traditional type of social proof. And we do want to make sure to be collecting these because as we said, it keeps things fresh and up to date. But also, there's a lot of different ways that you can use them. Okay, so what's the other type of social proof that you can share to set yourself apart (laughs) and help people make the decision in 2024? The social proof that is in your everyday interactions. Like, did a client give you like a really nice compliment on your work? Did they express their gratitude for having you on board? Was this in a WhatsApp message, an email? Can you screenshot that and share it? I think this form is really valuable too. There's place for both. There's place for both the traditional testimonial, but also the everyday interaction, social proof. And this type, I think, is really nice because you do get to see what people are, people get to see not just what people are saying about you, but what they're saying to you. (laughs) They get to see what's happening in your DMs, in your inbox. They get to see on a daily basis just how freaking great you are at what you do. Now, I couldn't tell you to take screenshots of social proof without telling you a couple of things to please consider first. Make sure that there is no personal information visible in your screenshot. Make sure there is no project or work details visible in your screenshot. And lastly, but probably most importantly, Make sure that if your client is going to see this screenshot on your socials, that you're pretty sure they won't mind because you've probably taken their name out anyway, or that you've gotten their permission, okay? I think there's nothing worse than people sharing that stuff without your permission. And of course, then in Europe as well, we have GDPR. I remember last year, um, there was this really big, um, just big business coach on Instagram right? And I think it might have been around Black Friday, actually. (laughs) I think it might have been, but I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, she was doing some offer. I'd been following her for quite a a while. I really liked her content. And she had this post up to say, you know, DM me, whatever the word was. I can't remember what the word was. um, And I'll send you the details. So I DM'd her the word just to get more details on this. And I didn't go ahead with it or anything. Um, Honestly, I just, I was nosy. I was wondering if it would suit me. It didn't. Whatever. Okay. Um, 
But a few months later, this same coach shared a reel about marketing, something to do with marketing. And in the reel, she showed how many people had DM'd her that word that time. And in the screenshot, in the screenshots that she shared, she left the people's profile pictures in. So there was me. (laughs) There's me in this person's reel. There's my profile picture. And I'm going to be honest, I was not happy about that at all. Did you know that GDPR also um, refers to DMs and posts in Facebook groups and things like that? So it's really important to be aware of that. Like I was annoyed, I'll admit, because I was like, oh my God, I just sent her that looking for info. I didn't even sign up for it anyway. And she's sharing my screenshot, you know, of my profile picture, sending her this word in her reel. Um, and honestly, I was I was kind of pissed about it. I'll admit it. I was like, that's like not fair. <laughs> I didn't give my permission, you know. So keep those things in mind, all right? <laughs> the thing about the social proof that you collect, whether it is a testimonial, a few lines from someone or a video, whether it is the alternative option of the proof in your everyday interactions. The thing about all of it is that they aren't a one and done type of thing. You can share the same testimonial or screenshot or video more than once and you can repurpose them too. You can take a kick-ass sentence out of one of the things and use it on its own. You can post about a particular service and include a relevant testimonial. Honestly, don't be afraid to share these things more than once. The truth is most people will need to see it multiple times before the information sinks in. But when it comes to authority building, I think social proof is incredibly important when it comes to your transformational content. You know the type I'm talking about. (laughs) Actually, I've heard, I've seen this sentence so often in the last while. I'm like, oh, it doesn't even make sense anymore. (laughs) When client B came to me... You know the type of content I'm talking about. When client B came to me, she was here and now she's there. And then you fill in some gaps in the middle. It's a bit of storytelling to show how you helped a client, client B, get certain results and how the reader can get the same results from working with you. That type of content is everywhere right now. Um, And it's a really powerful type of content. But if you want to build authority at the same time, We want to be backing up the transformations that we are telling people about. And you do that with social proof. Yeah, tell the story of how client B came to you. Honestly, we need to find a different sentence. (laughs) I'm just seeing that everywhere right now. But find a snippet from your social proof that backs up how client B got from here to there and what she said about it. Sharing social proof is one of the things that's going to help you stand out out there. Remember, there are a lot of online service providers out there on socials now marketing their businesses. The market's not saturated, but we do need to stand out. And sharing social proof is one of the things that's going to help you do that. But not only that, when it comes to authority building, when it comes to creating that go-to name for yourself in your field or your niche, social proof is one of the things you can use to back up what you are saying. Remember, we're not just throwing out flippant remarks (laughs) about our businesses or our achievements or what we do without backing those things up. Because that doesn't instill trust, does it? 79% of people trust online reviews just as much as they trust personal recommendations. That's a huge number. So choosing a time before we wrap up for Christmas to slide that testimonial request into your client's inbox to collect some of the everyday 
social proof that you are receiving will mean that you have loads of it to share going into the new year. And that is going to set you apart. Um, How did I just get through a whole episode in this week of all weeks without mentioning Black Friday? <laughs> oh my God, it's everywhere, isn't it? What are you getting up to? I'd love to know if you're taking part. I am seeing lots of online service providers taking part this year. I think it's the most participation I've seen within our industry um, this year for sure. Lots of new offers, lots of discounts on services, things like that. It's a crazy time of year, isn't it? It's really noisy. like, um, And there usually is lots of really cool offers to be gotten. Um, I did touch on this in last week's episode, but I'm actually not doing Black Friday this year, which is probably <laughs> why it um, didn't come up in this episode until right now. You know what? I've done it before. Um, I did Black Friday last year. And just being... 100% and completely honest, it's not something that I found very enjoyable to do. I felt at the time like I had to come up with new offers to offer out there. Um, and not only that, that I had to email people like every day because it's so noisy and because they were going to, you know, have all these emails coming into their inboxes. And I just, I just didn't really enjoy it. That's the truth. Um, and I want to have fun in my business. <laughs> I'm sure that you want to have fun in yours too. And so that means, you know, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it really. And so, yeah, I, I actually decided, God, I think it was at the end of September that I wouldn't be doing Black Friday. And I'm glad that I decided that. Honestly, each to their own, each to their own. Genuinely, if Black Friday is something you want to do and you're excited to do it in your business, do it. But that's that's one thing about marketing, isn't it? If you're not excited about something, that comes across in your marketing. So I'm pretty happy <laughs> that I'm not in the Black Friday madness this year. Um, but I did still want to do something fun. As you know, you hear me talk about it all the time. <laughs> the Mini Mind is my absolute baby. I love that program. I love all the people who have taken part in it this year. We did three rounds this year. Um, it's such an honor to be beside these groups, of small groups of online service providers as they create the more that they want in their businesses. And oh my God, the achievements, the things that they have done in this year. Yeah, running the mini mind is one of my favorite things of all time. And of course, it's coming back in January. And I thought, okay, I don't want to do Black Friday, but I do want to have fun. And so I thought, let's add some extra bonuses for the next round of mini minders. So with that, I have added two new bonuses for the mini mind early bird. The first is an authority audit on your Instagram page. Before we break up for Christmas, I am going to personally audit your Instagram page and I'm going to make sure that it is reflecting your expertise, that it is showcasing authority and that it is working on your behalf even when you aren't online, which is perfect going into the Christmas break. Because here's the truth about Christmas. <laughs> People might not post often over the Christmas break, but they are on socials. They are on socials, watching, looking at your content, thinking, hmm, wonder is there a nice online service provider I can find here that I can get in touch with at the start of January? 
you know, that strange time between Christmas and New Year's, that's when they're doing it. (laughs) So this authority audit is going to make sure that your socials are fully set up for that. The second bonus then is that before we wrap up for Christmas, me and you (laughs) are going to get together for a business strategy session. And those two bonuses are along with the saving that is already there for the early bird. As I said, this is not Black Friday. It is not. I am not doing Black Friday this year. (laughs) But I really did just want to to genuinely have some fun and to get things kicked off with the next group of mini minders before we start 2024. Make sure to join the waitlist. Seriously, make sure to join because the waitlist will be getting an update from me on this over the next couple of days. And actually, I was speaking to someone the other day who um, was wondering if she should join the waitlist. Um, She was like, should I wait until I'm further along in my business? And so I actually just wanted to touch on that. The mini mind is for established online service providers. But being established has nothing to do with your time served in business. The mini mind itself has served online service providers who have been in business from nine months to nine years. It's a program that is about creating the more that you want in your business, about getting your business exactly the way that you want it. This year, we've had mini minders with all kinds of goals. Um, Some people wanted to build teams. As you heard from Sandra last week, Um, she did the mini mind in January of last year of last year. My God, I'm getting mixed up already. Sandra (laughs) did the mini mind in January 2023 and her goals going into it were to get the business ready to take on an associate, to go limited with her company and to get some back end things sorted out too. And she did all of that and then some. Other mini minders have come on because they really want to focus on the authority building aspect. They want to learn how to cast the net wider out there when it comes to client acquisition and become really viewed as the go-to they already are. And then others have come to create passive income offers, to create courses. We had actually a virtual assistant coach on in the last round as well. So if you are established, as in you've been doing this for a little while, you've got the pay and clients, but you want more, then yes, the Mini Minds is for you and I would be so freaking excited to welcome you on board. But make sure to join the waitlist because I want you to lock in those early bird offers, okay? <laughs> I want you to lock those in. So yeah, that's my not Black Friday, just simply pure fun that I want to have with the Mini Minders. If you are doing Black Friday, I hope that it goes really well for you. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy the buzz. Um, Yeah, I hope that it goes really well for you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I really do hope that you're going to get out there and bank up your social proof. Next week, I will be back with another guest. And this time we're going to be talking money. Until next time.